0: You better than me. welcome to the you better than me podcast so excited to have you guys back me and fallon are here for another weekly episode i feel like we're getting back on track with these episodes after the wedding I'm Fallon. In. so you know that's a good Boy, thing. life had been life in. like we i feel like we could breathe again right so we so we discussed your wedding in depth and I just want to know because, you know, you had your friends there from law school, you may have had some college friends, you had me your internet friend and then your husband had his friends there. How was that for you guys like mixing friends because I know I came to your birthday party. Uh, prior to your engagement and wedding, and I met a couple of your friends, but now this is like one of the most joyous occasions of your lives and you you bringing in friends from all over. How was that for you and Devon? Did you guys have any issues with that? Oh my God, girl.
1: So just the whole aspect of curating a guest list is stressful as fuck.
0: Um,
1: Mind you, I I was, like I say, I've said it plenty of times, like I was somebody that would have wanted to elope and be in the the woods barefoot with a shaman by myself with nobody but since you know i compromised for my husband because he wanted to have a wedding um and just have that moment for us you know i compromised but me i picked a small venue i wanted something small and intimate there was never any world where i would want 50 million people around granted mm-hmm. i got a whole bunch of friends and i know a whole bunch of feelings was a little salty that they didn't get invited but just narrowing it down like i can only pick 60 people and i really had to like chart the shit out like 60 people who were influential from like different segments of my life like people that spoke life into our relationships people that you know contributed people that were show us a cry on like it's hard narrowing that down to 60 people especially for me because I am I guess I'm a a, a social introverted extrovert so I got a lot of people that I rock with but introverted, extrovert. you know one of those that that's what I am. That's what I consider myself. And my husband is not that way. My husband is all about the small circles. He had like a group of people that he has been rolling with for twenty years plus. Um and that's a whole nother conversation because longevity does not always have to mean a lifetime when it comes to friendships. But but we'll save that for later.
0: Yes um, we will.
1: So it was it was difficult because he was like well you got all these friends and you know I'm I'm more of a family person and I was like okay baby you know, but do you really want just more family than friends? Like, I don't know. Like, think about it. Are you trying to have a fun time or whatever? You don't really just be talking to too many people like that, whatever, whatever. So we did go back and forth trying to scavenge the numbers and like salvage like extra people. Um, mm-hmm. So there was some hard and fast rules on who made the cut and who didn't make the cut. Um, There were a couple of people that were kind of like, nah, I'm not necessarily comfortable. I don't really think that they should deserve to be in the number on on the list or whatever. So we, we had to compromise. We had to figure it out and that shit was hard. But people, people end up where they're supposed to be
0: and everybody that was there, mm-hmm.
1: I feel like was supposed to be there. So no regrets on that accord.
0: So did you have to like, did personality play a part in it? Because I know like me, yeah, yes. I feel like, Oh my gosh you guys are all my friends everybody come i'm that type of person i don't yeah. i never look at it like oh you know she like this and she like this and she like red and she like green i just be like come on have a good time if something happened then it'll sort itself out
1: child so i i'll say that i went through a shedding of sorts maybe a like 28 so i outgrew some friendships um Mm -hmm. then probably in like 2012 I had a moment where I had a failed birthday dinner and that was the moment that I decided that I couldn't break bread with everybody like I had all these different girls some of them was beefing with each other at the same time some of these people were dating the same dude Mm -hmm. some people were just not you being
0: mixy you was in the mix with me
1: I know but see I was really thinking like you know people could rise above it and like Undo the petty for me, for me, mommy. Um, granted, we had to grow up to get to that. We all have grown. We ain't the same people we were at 29, 28. Mm-hmm. But I just remember sitting at that dinner being fucking horrified because the energy was so stank. Um, people were just having sidebar conversations. Mm-hmm. People was looking at other people crazy. And mind you, a lot of these friends individually have grown up. Some of them I'm not friends with anymore, but the ones that I am, they know that they was being stank during that time and they had to admit that they grew up too and and had to change their mind frame. Mm -hmm. Shout out to y'all if y'all listening, because y'all know y'all was uh, making them stank faces and not want to sit by who and her and her and I don't like her and I don't like the way she spoke Mm -hmm. and I don't like the way she didn't speak. So that was the time where I decided that I had to curate guest lists.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Everybody can't come. Everybody cannot come at one time. If I know that you are a female, who is one of them people that's going to show up with a whirlwind and I don't know which way the wind going to blow you. You might show up with attitude. I love you to death, but you may show up somewhere. And if you had a bad day, you ain't going to know how to shake that shit off. Then I didn't want you in a space that was going to be me centric. Like there was not going to be no room for pacifying anyone's attitude or trying to placate Mm -hmm. and pat nobody and coddle anybody on that day. So I definitely had to, Think about the people who I didn't want to ruin the moment um, and no shade. Like everybody know themselves. Everybody know that they may not be the type that can go with the flow. And I feel like people know this about themselves. So if you know that you are one of these people who can walk into a room and turn them motherfucker into a rain cloud just based off of how your day is going, then I'm sorry. We have to have our moments separate. We can still do our thing. I still cut for you, whatever, whatever, but I'm not going to bring you to the table when it comes time for certain stuff where I need a certain energy.
0: No, I totally feel you on that. I know for me, it's I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to celebrate somebody, I'm going to celebrate this person. I know that I may not know whoever else is there, but I'm going to try to keep my focus just on what the outcome is. And that's pretty much celebrating my friend because you know... <laughs> It got a little spicy. I don't know if you want to tell the people, but it did get a little, did get a little spicy around you. Uh, so for your wedding with with your girl here, wait, oh, you
1: <laughs> I know. So Kristen, as the people know, I love you to death. You, I like. I it never in my mind or my heart of hearts would I think that there will be anybody who would not love you as much as I do. Just based <laughs> off of your personality, like cut for you. Uh, you bring me joy. Like, I don't know, no, I don't know, know, I don't know the, the, the get gangster side of you. I've never seen it. You said you got a little, <laughs> little punch up in you, but I've never seen that side. I've never heard it. No, no cut up, none of that. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is Kristen. Everybody's going to love Kristen. So, <laughs> I took it upon myself to have a little early dinner. For my this people shit. who are traveling the farthest, like I wanted to make time for, like you know, my girls that's coming from DC and Detroit and Florida, all these other places, Chicago. Like I wanted everybody, you know, to not just feel like they traveled all this way and didn't get to spend no time with me. I'm still triggered from the shit that happened in my birthday that year, but we we said we right. weren't gonna speak about that ever again. <laughs> but anyways, I still got a little trauma.
0: Mm-hmm
1: follow up from this earlier episode so you can know what we're talking about hopefully you're on 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 target with what what's going on but anyway so I, i get people together for this dinner and you know everything is cool everybody's vibing um conversation is just flowing whatever whatever and then someone comes in a little late and they were a little flustered just based off of the adventures in houston and traffic all this stuff uber and getting there that when they came in, it was like they kind of had to get in where they fit in. We already had finished our food. We had already been drinking. We had already just I'm been in. Yeah, like it had been copacetic. Now, how the cluster fuck occurred, I don't know. I was just sitting there eating my crab fried rice. And then I know we were talking about... um period panties and like you know we just had a whole episode about body talk about women's reproductive health right. that's still on the forefront like we're trying to facilitate conversations about like our menstrual cycles with our friends you know make it make it common thread for the people to have these type of, type of conversations and then next thing I know our sweet little co-host has <laughs> sparked a conversation about uh, a man or something and I'm just like what Please fill me in, maybe, because I at that moment, um, I feel like I kind of had a little fear paralysis because I was like, oh no, I don't need people to
0: not be getting along. Like, what's going on? So I will, I will, I will lend you the floor, Miss. I will say the conversation was weird. Again, I don't have issues mixing friends. I know that I'm the type of person where I get vibes from people immediately. I don't know if that's Gemini me or whatever it is, but immediately. I pick up on the vibe. It wasn't any bad vibes at this dinner at all. But um, I did tell a, a conversation about period panties. y'all. Yeah, I like period panties. But because I was traveling, I couldn't wear my period panties. So we're having this whole conversation about them. And then I go on to say, one of my good male friends he and I were speaking, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going out of town, but I'm cramping and I really want to take my period panties. But I'm sharing a room with somebody that's going to be gross. So I'm just kind of like I was really flustered by it because who wants to travel when they on a cycle? Like, ladies, if you listening, you know, that ain't the move that anybody trying mm-hmm. to make. And so I tell this story. And so and it's just like um, one person was like, is this just a platonic friend? I'm like, oh, yeah, platonic friend. He has a girlfriend. Like we talk about literally everything like I would categorize his friendship as like being close to a male best friend, but not because I feel like my cousin is like my male best friend, but very close to whatever. So he and I, when we were speaking about it, I was like, man, you know, I'm about to show you these period panties so you could tell your girl and, you know, her people, or whatever, because they, they bomb. So I show him this period panties on FaceTime because we FaceTime throughout the day. He FaceTimed me and he just like, Man, like them shits is big. Like turn it over in the back. So I turned it over. So I'm just giving him an idea. So it's very just, just a crazy conversation, not anything out of the norm from anything else we discussed, because it's just random like that. And so then some kind of way, it was kind of like, Well, you sure that there's nothing else there? Like maybe you guys should explore that. I'm like, no, it's just a friend. Like, you know, we've been friends since 2007 when I moved to the D.C. area. So it's a long friendship like that. And so then someone else was like, well, I don't just be showing my friends my underwear. And I'm just like, I don't just be showing my friends my underwear either. But these is period panties. Like ain't nothing sexy about these panties. Like they are so big and wide and just (laughs) nothing sexy about it. But the conversation just kind of got stuck on the fact that I had showed this man my period, period and how yeah. he got a girlfriend and I shouldn't be doing stuff like that. And it just—I don't know—it just really went from like a two to like a eight, real, yeah. real quick. And so as we're having this conversation, I look over because I. I came with someone. I shared a room with someone. So I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. Then I look at Fallon because Fallon is the bride to be, and it's her situation. And she's in the middle because these are her friends. And I'm looking at her. And Fallon is just looking like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like I want to leave. Like her face is just like, "I want to leave." So when I, I, think I see her about person person on
1: my shoulder, them key, I had them keys in my hand. I was like, "Nope, not today, Satan." Well, we not going to I see
0: Fallon's face, I'm like, "Well, let me put my jacket on." So it wasn't until. Fallon, you know, had the wedding and we both got the fluted. we had a conversation. I'm like, girl, let's talk about your friend. And um, Fallon told me some stuff that I didn't even know I said because I just didn't know. I just knew that I did not want to disrespect her weekend. And, you know, these are her friends. But at the end of the day, I try to tell anybody, like ever since, you know, you guys know my mom passed at an early age. I am my number one advocate. I don't, I don't play respect with age. I don't play respect with friends. I feel like if I treat you respectful, you should treat me the same way. And at any point in time, I already knew for myself—not saying I'm about to fight nobody—but I already knew for myself that it could go left. Plus, a girl is already on her period now. I yeah. know y'all seen that movie. Um, I'm gonna get you sucker. Okay. You know how people are when they on their period. Like stuff can escalate. Yeah. Really quick. Okay, like am saying? the heads been around and... yes. him. <laughs> hormones right hormones so I'm just like I could feel myself also getting to a point where like okay this ain't gonna be good so let me put on my little cute coat that I just got okay. and let me just daddle because I ain't got time for it but don't put this this purse on I never oh. would have thought that I would have been in an altercation me with neither. anyone especially over something as simple as it's draw it's so draws. like you don't know me you don't know this man we we don't know each other, like and it was like really like uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I'm one of those people that I'm like, okay, it, it's not gonna be too much of cause I don't uh, know if I look like yeah. the weakest link at the table, but it's this is not gonna be a good thing, so it's probably yeah. better for me to just go ahead and get in my rental car. Y'all
1: yeah, was about it to work yourself out. No, it did, it worked itself out. I'm glad <laughs> that everybody was mature enough to not keep it going and to no. the to go and get your bags and get up out of here. But I've been known to um, be accused of being wanting everybody to be zen and kumbaya. My husband Want everybody to be zen. And that's just not how it goes. And everybody just makes friends with each other. But I feel like (sighs) for the common good, I feel (laughs) like I'm pretty good at matching groups and energies. I. Outside of that disastrous 2012 birthday dinner, I don't think I've ever broken bread or curated nothing where the people didn't get along. Now, it took a lot of living <laughs> and learning to know who who move whatever way and who not going to want to eat dessert and who not going to want to split the whole bill and who gonna have an attitude if they car get flat, tired or something or right. they air blow the wrong way. Like I know who to invite to what. But I just never imagined for the life of me that 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 dinner, that conversation could have escalated to that moment of uncomfortable where I was like, all right, bitches, we're not doing this. And it wasn't
0: even like a lot of drinks flowing at all, guys. Like it wasn't like nobody was drunk. It was just, I don't know. It was just I don't even know. It was very chill until that happened. I was just like, oh, this is very awkward.
1: (laughs) But, you know. Like maybe it was a triggering conversation. Like maybe at some point a friend was more than a friend and then maybe something just triggered something. Yeah,
0: because we do base things off of our own lived experiences so that definitely could have been it, but I feel like after that that uh, incident I'm going to be like, Fallon, who are you inviting? I know. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: I'm cool with everybody, but The gag is you had met two of the other people and then you knew. I like, had met two people at the table no issue. Like, yes, but, but see, I know that that, that person like who is a fan, but she had never been in that crowd before. So, like, I felt like you know she was the odd person out because everybody else either knew each other or had met before, even if it was just like in passing. Well, one so, person that was someone else that hadn't met no one there either. Well, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. But she, she just was like, let me just sit and observe. She
0: took that. Yeah, and my thing is, you don't know who knows who. You don't know who's close with who because yeah. out of everyone, I thought that everybody else was close. Like, I thought that like mm-hmm. everybody already knew each other except for me and the person I was room with. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm the oddball out. So let me just, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I found out later because someone else at the table was like, oh, I thought y'all was just like, Kikian or joking, I thought y'all were friends. I'm like, no, I thought y'all were friends. She's like, no. And it was just like,
1: see, okay, it was offers for more good. than one person. Right. That just shows how good of curating I was in the moment. I just got caught up in Burley. some wild card shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess <just> got <laughs> up caught up in some wild card shit. Yeah, it well, wasn't was one was off, bad, like bad. I
0: said. It, it didn't a wild it fester investor or anything. The wedding everything was, girl, you look good. Girl, you look good. Good to see yes. you. It was nothing, you know. So like Maybe it was just it was a,
1: a one-off, a glitch. Now I ain't gonna roll the dice to see if it's gonna be a part two. Or if
0: it's that's gonna... what? I'm not gonna roll the dice either yeah. because <laughs> I'm not, I know not to make that mistake. I'll, I'll oh, definitely roll no the dice. Right, we gonna have to fix. Or or when things like that happen, it makes you feel like you know what? I don't want to share my lived experiences either because mm-hmm. you know when you bringing people together, it's you know to share to get along. But if somebody is holding on to something that they pre- previously been through or. That's currently going on with them. It's gonna make the other person feel like, hey, well, I don't wanna say anything because now this person might think that, you know, everything is a trigger. And so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know. Like I said, I don't I I don't have an issue inviting friends, but I do have like one friend in particular, they've said before, like, I don't like mixing friends. And that was the first time I've ever heard a a friend say, I don't like mixing friends. Uh And I feel like I could count on one hand to this day, and I've been friends with this person again, for a very long time, probably about the same amount of time that I've been friends with my male friend that we were just speaking about. I can count on one hand how many times they've mixed me in with their friends. And it's like to the it. point that I've really started to notice it a little bit more. Like I do get where you're being honest and I don't like doing it. But now it's like, girl, we're not 20. We're not 30. Like we're 40. And if if that's an issue where I feel like you hang with people and you never invite me, because me, I'm gonna keep it a book. I'm gonna stop and buy new places with my friends. Yeah. I don't have those yeah, type of issues yeah. So I'm just not doing it anymore because I feel some type of way. Like I can say this on this podcast. I feel some type of way that if my homegirl got this going on, I say, You wanna you wanna come to this? Somebody having to cook out, you want to roll? And then like yeah. the, the roles aren't reversed. Not doing that in twenty twenty three. I agree. I feel
1: like we are old enough to know how to maintain our cool, even when there are people that we don't like or people that we right. don't know. Like, I mean, I'm a pretty open book. I share, but I also know the time and the place to do so. So if I, I'm reading the energy and I'm feeling like some stagnant energy or I'm feeling like some not that nice or just bad energy overall, then I'm going to be a little bit more guarded but I've never been like one of those girls who just gonna be stank when they meet
0: new people. Like that ain't never been me. Right. I've but never. one of my friends made a good point about that. She said that sometimes people don't like mixing friends because what if you mix friends and your friends like the other person and they start connecting more than you connect with yeah. that person? And I do think that in some situations that could be the case. And this friend that I was speaking about, I know she introduced two of her friends together and like. Now they're like the best of friends, not to say that they stopped being friends with my friend, but they Mm -hmm. just have a deeper friendship. And again, like people come into your lives for reasons, seasons, lifetimes. And Mm -hmm. sometimes the purpose is to draw this person closer to another person. You just never know. But I feel like at the root of the friendship, if you guys truly have a friendship, like you should be able to retain that friendship. Child, I have so many situations
1: where I've either. Met somebody through somebody else, or someone else has met someone through me. Um, unfortunately, for the most part, <laughs> two of those situations that stand out prominently in my mind kind of ended up being disasters. Um, so, I have high school friends who, well, a high school friend who I introduced to like some of my law school friends off top. She was like, Oh, I don't like them. They uppity, they're whatever, whatever. <laughs> So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe you just had a bad moment, but she just stayed very prominently stank about these two girls. Then I introduced her to like two more girls that I know are a little less high maintenance or a little bit more friendly and open than the other two friends. Not saying that they uppity, but I know some some people are a little bit more (laughs) different, prissy, or Mm -hmm. you know, than other girls. So I had this just moment where these people these people just stopped inviting me places they'd be out doing their thing i wouldn't hear anything about it i would see a picture i'm like well what the fuck and it got to the point where i was like well damn fuck me like y'all don't hang out with me no more like and they were like well you're doing your thing or you're in law school or you're with this guy or whatever so we're just doing all this and it, it felt like you know to the to my two friends I don't think they realized that they was kind of being pawned or used as pawns because this chick from high school was basically trying to prove a point that she thought I was acting different from high school to my adult life. Um, And it ended up that she don't even deal with them no more. Nobody does. Like It really was kind of like a little game of chess and checkers when it came to that. Now, the other situation, I met a friend who I'm still cool with through another friend who I'm also cool with, but they stopped hanging with each other. So that made for like a few awkward moments where it's like, okay, well, damn, I want both of these people here because I like both of them. But, you know, one of, at first it was like they didn't want to be around each other. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward maybe five years and, you know, we're good in 40, 35 and above. Like now I've had events and they've been in the same space. Like they were both at the wedding, they've both been in my birthday party, they've both been other places together and they, you know, they coexist without having to intermingle. It's cordial, but you know, they're not friends with each other. So that that was something else that had to be navigated. Like, well, damn, I'm cool with her now and I'm cool with you. Like I'm grateful for you both. But I don't need both of y'all bitches being mad that I'm cool with both of y'all. Like we have individual relationships where we ain't talking about the others. Like I'm not talking about her business with the other girl, the other girl business. It's like we don't even mention them in conversation about each other. And we have two independent friendships that that basically are successful without them two being friends anymore so that that's one now i do have some situations that have occurred as far as in my 40s in my adult life that you know you kind of got to navigate friendships a little different when you are in a relationship um and those are kind of like terrains that i'm I'm just now learning how to navigate um i'm just now learning how i guess to kind of move differently in the different rules of being a friend when it comes to like platonic male friendships or just like how much space you give your friends or do your friends get priority because they've known you longer like I've been running into situations like that um and I definitely want to talk more about it in more um detail but I guess we can go ahead and pay the church's money right now Okay. okay
0: You've probably heard of our sister company, Pyro Media Network, where some of the best rising star creators are streaming next level content. But have you ever wondered how they are produced? Have you ever wanted that same top quality content creation, photography, video production, and more for your brand? Don't take another second to debate. Book your wedding photographer or videographer, create a promo for your business, or get your special occasion film in the most beautiful way possible. Visit www.tyromediaproductions.com or call 323-405-3820 to schedule a free consultation and let us take your project to the next level.
1: So, just the idea of platonic male and female friendships how do you feel about that i'll ask your opinion first before i even get into it and and give i guess my definition of how i've had to handle it as a now married woman okay
0: so my answer is not gonna be it's gonna be very convoluted because i do believe that men and women can have a platonic friendship Now on my end, (laughs) I believe that it can be platonic, but then I don't, it's so tricky, right? It's so tricky. So me and my friend, we have a platonic friendship, but I do know like way, way, way back in the day, there could have been something between us, right? Mm
1: -hmm. There's some other
0: people that I have a platonic friendship with on my end is platonic. I don't think that they would try me or anything like that, but I know that some of these men, if I said. I will be your wife. They'll be like, I will be your husband. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And and it's it's not a lot of people, but I think that's really the fine line. So like in your situation, I could see how that could possibly be an issue, especially mm-hmm. like me and no men, you know what I'm saying? Like we say we know men, but me and no men better than we know men because they are a man. And so I think that um, it's definitely a, um, A tricky path to navigate because I'm always finding myself here at this house. Like, sometimes I throw parties, and a lot of times it's just me and my girlfriends because I don't have any platonic friends that wouldn't be like, Oh, let me help you clean up so I can spend the night. Like, not at this house, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like platonic friendship to the point where there's nothing that has happened between us. But again, like it could be like, you know, I kind of like you. I'm feeling you like I just yeah. want like a platonic, platonic friend. And I think that um, one of my coworkers and we haven't hung out outside of work, but I think that he could be someone that I could see as a platonic friend. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it could be. We don't work together anymore. But aside from that, I don't have a lot of platonic friends that are of the opposite sex.
1: So for me. Everybody that I'm claiming as a platonic friend, it ain't never been no situation where we could have got together. I ain't never been attracted to them. I ain't never laid down with them. It's always just been on some, Oh, you're the homie. You're the homie.
0: Now, I- well, wait, is there a caveat? Because there was a caveat for me that I didn't say. Do they comment? like women? Because there are some that don't oh, like yeah. my, friends, my male friends that don't like women. Like, of course, like they ain't trying me. Well, I'm gonna say my straight platonic male okay. friends, and it's not even that many. Um,
1: we ain't never did nothing. Um, right. you know, even my work friends, like these are people that are married, these are people that we just are genuinely friends with each other. Some of them I'm friends with their wives, some of them, you know, if they don't have significant others, they're people that I it ain't never been no nothing now i can't jump into their brains and think of what they thought about me like maybe i friend zoned them and had i not they would have tried it but just from my knowledge i don't even think i was the type of chick that they liked, just based off of the people that they dated like i got homeboys who like they probably looking at me in disgust and it's the same way because we just that cool with each other that it's like more of a familiar relationship or at least that Mm is how it is on my end um now, I have people that, you know, I was cool with from college or people like I don't have nobody that I like dated or went together with that I'm cool with. Like none of my exes or we are not don't have any relationships like that. But then, you know, you have like associates that I wouldn't necessarily put them on the homeboy level. Right, but right. there are people that you were cool with in the past. Now, maybe they may have tried it, maybe not um maybe they were cool with somebody that i dated or maybe they were line brothers or something with somebody i dated or whatever but those are not the people that were gonna make it on my wedding guest list like those are Mm -hmm. just lines that that wouldn't get crossed now what i've known or noticed is that like you said men do know men better and um just how people move or whatever like that's something that me and my husband I always talk about is how people move, oh, this nigga move this way, this person move that way. Um, there have been some situations where I may not have noticed something about somebody or they may have done something and it was like, nah, he not your friend. Um, now, granted, you know, I may have not put up as much fight or I may have put up some fight to kind of see through it, but I feel mm-hmm. like just now as a married person, you kind of got to make some concessions like and even as we talked about this in like premarital counseling, like some stuff you have to make a concession for. Like if your partner is genuinely not safe with this friendship or feel like they have been disrespected or even if they just don't feel comfortable. Like I know as a married woman now that it's kind of like something you got to deal with the same way if I see him with a female friend that I'm not comfortable with or, you know, they do something that may disrespect me or make me feel some type of way that you kind of have to make those concessions because ultimately your partner is going to be your friend in the long run. Um, Now, I know me and you have talked about this and it was like a question that was presented like, well, does your partner have the right to tell you who you could be friends with? Or should you Mm -hmm. even, you know, get that deep into it? Um, I'm curious what your view is on that. So I know we've had that conversation.
0: Yeah, we have had the conversation. I will say a lot of my... Thoughts are coming from a person that has not been in a relationship, to be honest with you. But then I do look at people that are in a relationship. So when I speak about my platonic friend with period panties, and we won't call him period panties, but anyways, when I speak about him, um, I know he said to me that like, Sometimes if he Facetimes me, like his girlfriend is around, like on his birthday, he had a milestone birthday last year. I call him, I Facetime him, or something like a call, face Facetime or call, and he didn't answer. And I was like, I know you better, and so he was like, No, I was in a, I was in the bathroom, and I didn't want my girl to think that I was, you know, trying to speak away from her. So, yeah. um, I forgot your question. That was so crazy. <laughs> oh, oh do I think heart. people have the right to say that you can't be friends? I just don't know because sometimes the relationship takes precedence. Like if you think this is somebody that you're going to be building a life with and moving forward with, then I could see how you might say, hey, it's causing my person a little bit strain and I just don't want to have this tension in my relationship. But like in that particular situation, if my friend were to say tomorrow, like, hey, you know, my girl don't like our friendship and she don't want me to talk to you, it would hurt my feelings.
1: It would hurt your feelings, yeah. Do you, but would you think that that was the right thing to do? Would that make you like lose respect for him, or like make you? I don't
0: know if it would make me lose respect for him because what if I got into that situation and you know the person that I'm about to build my life with didn't feel for whatever reason just didn't like the um, the friendship that I had with someone of the other sex? Then I would have to like pretty much respect my person as well. So it it would be a difficult thing. Um, To deal with, but I feel like everybody that is supposed to be in your life will always be in your life because even if they're not in your life at that moment, if they're really supposed to be there, it'll come back around and they'll be there in some in some capacity.
1: Yeah, I feel like you know the same thing with like the seasons and the reasons. If people are genuinely your friends, then I think they have a certain level of respect for your relationship Mm -hmm. and and would have no problem just kind of like stepping aside. Yeah, like fall back yeah. or whatever, and and I think that that's just something that has to happen or is like reasonable to happen now on the same accord. Like if your partner is just like oh, I don't like him, I don't like her, I don't like her, and like alienating you, see that's a problem. Yeah, where well, they cutting you off and don't want you to have everyone. Yeah, like that that's a moment that would be scary. And like I said, we talked about this in premarital counseling and it was like, well, has it become a habit? Like, are you saying, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want this person to be friends with, or is this like a one-time thing or have you just seen all these different moments where people have just been cut off or, or are you just egregiously cutting people off? And I mean, I, I, fortunately for us, it was like, nah, this is just like the one all situation where something has right. occurred and, you know, This is just going to be better for us in the long run, like, just cut this friendship off because we I don't want it to jeopardize, you know, what we have going on. Um, Now, I don't know if people from the outside looking in are able to just see that and like get it or like understand it. And then again, like we were talking about earlier, sometimes people are operating from spaces that they have trauma. So, you know, maybe they were in a relationship or a marriage where somebody alienated them and then you tell them a story about, oh, well, he didn't feel comfortable being me being friends with this person. And then next thing you know, it's like a whole situation where they're like, oh, no, you got to get out. No, don't do this because that's what happened here. And next thing you know, you're by yourself and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's just a sticky
0: situation. I feel like adults- It's a sticky situation. It's it's sticky as fuck. But even before that, like I think about, okay, so- I grew up with someone that like grew up, meaning like they would spend a night at my house. Like we're in elementary. They would spend a night mm-hmm. at my house because- A they're, boy. Uh, a boy. Yeah. Okay. Because their um, parent worked overnight. So like my auntie was the babysitter or whatever. So all grown up, people would be like, oh, y'all should get together. I'm like, oh, I want to get with him. Like when he drink his milk, it'd be in the corner of his mouth. Like this is me as a child. So you already know I <laughs> ain't oh. shit. But like when he drink his milk, it'd be in the corner of his mouth, so I want to get with him or whatever. So you know, we progressed through, you know, elementary, middle school, high school. So um, in elementary, like the end elementary, they had a friend. We just go gonna call him G. If anybody listening, whatever. So I had the biggest crush on G, like G is my type, because I've always had this type since I was a child, dark skin or whatever. And so G and I like we would talk, but like he went to a different school. So G had a girlfriend, whatever. So Boom, you graduate from high school, go to college, about to graduate from college, and some kind of way I cross paths with my childhood friend, and it's kind of like a little, it's a little something there, a little sparky spark, spark. And so, like, we start talking or whatever. But then I was just like, man, I and I may have said this in a previous episode, but this is on the reverse. I was just like, Man, not only was G one of his friends, but it was another one. We would call him A. That you know, my cousin always said a had slick eyes. He was like, Every time you talk to this person, A be looking over at you. Like, if A had a chance, he hollered, which A has said (laughs) several slick things to me. So for me, I was just like, I know that I kind of it was me being immature, but I'm like, I know we can't have no relationship that grows into something else because I don't want your friends at our house. Yeah. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Like if, yeah. if I feel like, and I know this because I already know what I was privy to, which means that if you're trying to grow and have a relationship with somebody, these are things that you should place on the table, you know? So, you know, I talked to G, like, you know this already, you didn't have a problem with that, but you know about A, looking at, text me sometimes or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't really like want to grow and have your friends around. And I can't yeah. tell you that you can't be friends with these guys. So for me, it kind of like, uh, let me just not
1: yeah and I think <laughs> husband learned that lesson that everybody ain't gonna be in there for the long run after our wedding you know when them groomsmen turn to doomsmen mm-hmm. um if you're not comfortable with somebody's friend being in your house
0: mm-hmm.
1: or being around you if i don't trust you to pick my baby up from
0: daycare or i just don't like right. her, like like Are you I mean, don't want to go on a no double date with the other person? It's like I don't even want to be around him.
1: Be around him or his girlfriend. Yeah. Like that just makes for um very awkward moments and awkward times. So you kind of have to fall back automatically. It's just like natural progression of things. It's like mm, I don't know if I necessarily want to be around Mike and Katie like that because right. Mm-hmm. I don't like how Katie be looking at me or whatever, but you know. And it's so
0: funny because that guy is probably someone that I know I should have married. Oh, Lord. Now, that's a whole other yeah. conversation, child. Well, we I, ain't I, ever I, got I, to get into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say now, why, why, he, why you think he was the one? But anywho, we ain't got to get into that. If you no, know. I'll tell you really quick. Because sometimes, you know, when you have that family background, you have both sides working in your favor. And, you know, when you when it's like that, you know that somebody's so close to your family and it's, this isn't 100 percent, but, you know, they have your best intentions, you know, and yeah. they did have my best intentions. So that's something I, I would say. And I know I had their best intentions, too. So that's why. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe yeah.
1: the universe will. Um, no, 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 no,
0: no, because no. we'll talk <laughs> about dating later and I can tell you what my list looks like. And now my list has been a little bit more refined and you now get somebody oh, else to do it. <laughs> Yeah. OK, I'll give you that.
1: <laughs> but these just the rules of engagement. I feel like, again, you got to put some stuff in your toolkit. Do, do your friends respect you? One, do mm-hmm. your friends respect you enough to handle themselves accordingly when you do mix company or when they are right. all coming together to share a moment for you? Um, are they going to do things that will jeopardize your relationship or jeopardize what you and your partner got going on? Or will they be the type of friends that be like, well, girl, I didn't know you since ninth grade. Fuck that man, girl. Like, are we going to do that? Like, how are we feeling on these things? And I just feel like you better than me if, you know, if this big grown age, one, you can't put your childishness aside to celebrate your friend and not act a fool when it's their moment or like set your feelings to the side to let them have their light shining brightly on them. Because um, everybody can't do that. It's some people that are so just selfish or just so self-indulged in, the, in like what they have going on that they don't know how to turn it on and off. And I don't know if you have been around any people like that, um, but I, you just better than me if you are not curating your people that you're rolling with or maintaining how you act when you out with other people, especially if it's your friend's day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great you better than me moment. Um you better than me if you just don't know how to be a friend and just be cordial in any type of atmosphere. You know what I mean? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: while I may not have been friends with all of your friends, it was just the atmosphere. I mean, we go to different atmospheres every day. Work, yeah, to the gym, and you know, you know how to act in all these places, so I don't know why you would get around someone and just <laughs> act not know how to act and act a fool and it's just I don't know. I feel like um, there are some times where you really have to sit back, and I know in your case because you just got married. Like, and again, as you mentioned, look at the people. Like, are these people going to come with me on my journey? And even for those of us that are not married, like you, sometimes have to look at your friendships too. And again, are these people that I would take on my journey? Like for me, one thing that I say. Is if I feel like, and this might sound crazy, but if I feel like I can't ask you to pray for me, we're not friends. Mm. And and that's just what it is. And I I remember some people that I was once friends with that I'm not friends with any longer. There's no fallout or anything like that. I remember my cousin asked me, oh, if something happened to this person, you know, would you tell them? And I was like, I won't even ask that person to pray for me. So why would I tell them anything about what I have going on? I just, Maybe I just. And I think the older I get. Um, the more I value friendship and yeah. I feel like because I value friendship so much that I'm just at a point where if things are not reciprocated reciprocated, I don't mm-hmm. want it like I just don't want it at all ooh that was a deep one I yeah. feel
1: like I don't even put up no Facebook uh, messages that's like pray for me because you you're right you don't want everybody no. and there's some uh, people that the Facebook friends but I wouldn't sit down in their front living room If somebody paid me, like it's 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 levels to it. That's why we gotta use our words. Like this is an associate. This is my friend Mm -hmm. from undergrad. This is my friend who I used from work. Right. put some you know put some some wordage that's gonna let it be
0: known that hey this is not
1: my best friend this is not who i'm running with right now this is someone i know
0: from and everybody don't know everything and i think that's the thing because when you have the different seasons and the different lifetimes like i had a friend tell me before like oh you still the same person i'm like you and i haven't had a consistent friendship a consistent conversation in like five years for you to tell me that i'm still the same person means that a Either I haven't know. grown or B, you haven't allowed me to grow or C, you don't know me. Yeah. And I think it's all, I think it's a B and C because it's, it's, you it's haven't allowed me. me to grow because you want to keep me in that same the space same where you once face. remembered me. And then we're just not, we're just not friends anymore. Like I can't, if I, if I wasn't like during any of your struggles with you and I went through that mm-hmm. with you, I'm really not your friend.
1: And honestly, just because some people went through some struggles with you don't mean it's they're right. for every other struggle following. Right. Like it gotta be some type of like I'm not leaving no situations messy. I'm not leaving no mm-hmm. just stopping talking to somebody without without giving them the benefit of the doubt of telling them what happened. Like I'm not doing that. Um like I feel like we are grown enough to be like, hey, my wife don't feel comfortable with our friendship no more. You know, I got to respect my wife. I got to respect what I got going on. And like people should leave it at face value and it shouldn't be no mess after the fact. It shouldn't be nobody talking shit or nobody going around telling your business or nothing like that. Like we're old enough to have that that respect embedded in our dealings with other people. Um, Mm -hmm. If you still see me as the person I was five years ago, 10 years ago and don't want to acknowledge my growth and and, you know, the new phase in life that you're in, like, that's a problem also. Um yeah. And sometimes I feel like you maybe you don't have to have a reason, like maybe something just don't sit right with your spirit no more. Or maybe something they did, even if it may seem small as shit to somebody else, but if it affects you or affects your peace, happiness, what you're going on, then sometimes you just got to take that L and keep it moving, like no love lost, but... You Like, it's like, you got to really weigh it out. Like, damn, is this friendship worth sacrificing what mm-hmm. I have built now or who I am now or what I'm standing on now? And honestly, if your answer is like, nah, man, I'm going to pick this friend and jeopardize this, then you're probably not with the person that you see forever with because forever is a little different when you enter into vows in like a relationship like that on some marriage type level. Right. Of- Than it is with like just people you're cool with. Um, I think, of course, friendship is essential. Like I don't think we were born to just like exist without our friends. But everything has an expiration date. Everything has boundaries. Everything has a season, a reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if your friendships aren't necessarily adapting, and it goes both ways. Like if you're not adapting to their life, like okay, well they have babies now. If you them. Sideways and not giving them grace because they got kids now. Now you're being a fucked up friend and you don't necessarily need to be in the mix for that new season with them either. Like it goes both ways. It's not always just about somebody getting married. Like mm-hmm. maybe they're not respecting how you gotta move now with your new job. They still wanna be doing stuff that will get you fired or get you in trouble with what you got going on now or your new religious journey, or maybe you in a sober journey. And the people don't want to stop drinking. Like, those are friendships that you're going to have to let expire. It don't matter how much through the trenches you've been with them. Like, you got to make decisions based off of where you're going and not necessarily where you're coming from. And yeah. I really hope, you know, people get that and respect that and know that it ain't no hard feelings. Like, it ain't no love loss or nothing like that. It's just reality. Um, and if they are meant to come back in your life, if God sees fit for them to come back in your life, something going to occur that's going to catapult them back into your life and you're going to have to make them concessions and make your peace with it. If it's meant to be, otherwise, you know, just be thankful for the memories and the moments and keep it moving. Right. Yeah. Do you have a business brand or even a creative idea? Power Media Network can help you design a strategy to make your brand impactful. Visit www.pyramedianetwork.com today to schedule a free consultation. Power media Network, next level media.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for chatting with Fallon and I. I hope that this conversation has allowed you to Take a deep dive into your friendships and see if you can mix your friends. Y'all go out there and you know take over Ghana next, I mean, this December Mm -hmm. or whatever. (laughs) Right? Oh, they changed the name. What is it now? I forgot, but they rebranded. Okay, well, Afro Fest or whatever it is. Afro something, but um, we just want to thank y'all for rocking with us as always, and you know. It's been, it's good
1: on the other side. You know, do what you do. Do what you gotta do and, and keep it moving. And yeah, we will holler at y'all on the next episode. All
0: right, bye.
1: Bye. You Better Than Me is a podcast on Pyromedia Network. Produced by Pyromedia Productions. Pyromedia Network and Pyromedia Productions are subsidiaries of Pyromedia Enterprises. For more information, please visit www www.pyramedianetwork.com Thank you for listening and we will see you on the next